Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 25 of Cisco Champion Radio. This is Rachel Bacher, and I will be your moderator, moderator today. And today we're talking about Cisco One. We've got two uh, subject matter experts here at Cisco who will share their expertise around the uh, Cisco One solution, Anurag Agarwal and Vikram Rao. And then we also have two Cisco champion guest hosts who will be asking them questions. Um, and those guest hosts are Ed Walsh and Michael Osi. So why don't um, Anurag, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself first, and then we'll and then we'll have um, and then we'll have uh, everybody else follow. Sure. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Anurag Agarwal. Uh, I'm a product manager for Cisco One. Uh, this, it rolls up under Software Operating Office uh, in Cisco's organization. And uh, over here, I'm responsible for working with the customer, with the sales team, to come up with new Cisco offer and refine the existing offers as per the customer needs. Great. And Vikram? Hello, everyone. My name is uh, Vikram Rao. I'm a director of product management uh, on focused on Cisco One. I'm also part of the same organization that Anuraga is uh, and responsible for the overall offer definition, pricing, and several other aspects of, for making Cisco One successful in the market. Thank you. And Ed? Hi, I'm Ed Walsh. Uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm a member of ENC's Office of the CTO. My first year as a Cisco champion, I manage our global advanced development program and also lead our CTO ambassador program at at EMC. And uh, glad to be uh, glad to be on today's call and uh, part of the Cisco Champions program. Great. And Mike. Hi everyone. Uh, I'm Mike Ossie, and I am a solution architect working for uh, Cisco Cold Partner in Southern California. Uh, I primarily focus on unified communications, but kind of dabble elsewhere. So uh, my my questions probably are going to be, how do we use uh, Cisco One with, with UC today? And uh, that's what, what I'm looking to take away from it. So thanks, Rachel. Thank you. I just realized I kind of pronounced your name incorrect. My apologies. Uh, gotta, happens all the time. Get that, that get that vowel thing. Okay. And um, we'll go ahead, Ed and Mike, why don't you um, go ahead and ask your questions. Well, maybe, so maybe, Rachel, maybe we could start with an overview from, from Vikram oh. and, and Arag. On, Perfect. Uh, yeah. Sure. Um, we'd be happy to take that question. Uh, so Cisco One software is basically a new consumption model for Cisco's network infrastructure software. The overall goals for Cisco One was to make it uh, easier to for our cust uh, to enable basically customers' IT solutions and business outcomes by making it easier for them to consume the software from us while giving them access to ongoing innovation and providing more flexibility in terms of how they consume that software. So as we talked to a lot of customers, we realized pretty quickly that 
software is at the heart of enabling a lot of their IT solutions today in the marketplace. Whether you look at the data center space or you look at the, the WAN space um, or you look at uh, access, switching, uh, access switching or wireless, uh, software is at the heart of all of the innovation that's happening there. Today, to understand Cisco One, it, we, let's take a quick step back to understand some of the key challenges that customers have today when, as they consume software and solutions from us. Uh, one of the key things that comes up when we talk to customers is that there's several different license options today, uh, and it could be fairly uh, it could be fairly confusing for customers to figure out the right set of uh, software licenses that they need to enable a specific IT solution. Uh, customers often tell us that they have to keep going back to the well, uh, which is basically going back for more budget to buy a specific new license that they need because they didn't budget for it or figure, figure that, that they needed that particular software upfront when, when making the purchase. Uh, and that can be fairly challenging. For those of you who are IT managers will appreciate that getting additional budget internally can always be a fairly challenge, a challenging experience. The second uh, major concern that we often hear from our customers is that you know they always notice that there's a huge spike at every refresh. Um, you know as they go from one generation of hardware, like a router or a switch or a wireless controller, to the next generation of hardware, they end up buying a lot of the same software licenses over and over again. And that definitely what that means for them is that pushes out refresh cycles. They can't get the appropriate hardware and software installed in their networks in time. Um, and finally, the other thing that we hear from customers is that, um, and IT managers specifically, is that they spend a lot of time managing software, license, um, software licenses and contracts when they would rather invest that time managing business outcomes for the lines of business. So those are the top three challenges that we often hear from customers. Cisco One addresses these three challenges um, and helps our customers enable it gives them more agility, makes it easier to kind of do business with Cisco, uh, and overall gives them a much better experience uh, while making it much, giving them a, a much more compelling ROI. Uh, the best way to kind of understand what Cisco One is and what the benefits are would be to compare it versus the current model and, and how we do business today. With the current model, we tend to sell, sell our software as features on our devices. And there's literally hundreds of different features that we could, a customer could configure or an IT manager could configure while they're making a purchase from Cisco or any other vendor. With Cisco One, we're bringing these software, individual software features into software suites that are aligned to a specific IT solution. Um, we often refer to this, um, these suites as a three by three matrix, um, as, uh, basically that are aligned to IT solutions that you know, IT managers uh, are, uh, are kind of uh, install, uh, de uh, deploying today. Examples of these IT solutions could be IWAN in the WAN domain, which is intelligent WAN basically, um, or sometimes the industry term for that is software-defined WAN. Uh, the, another example could be private cloud, which a lot of customers are rolling out. A third example could be something in the, in the wireless domain, for example, unified access. Um, and a lot of customers are going through refreshes today, because, especially because of the .11 AC churn. So, um, so what Cisco One does is it makes it easier to buy the appropriate software capabilities you need for solutions that I just described. Another, um, another aspect of Cisco One is today our software license tends to be tied to the underlying hardware. With Cisco One, we offer customers software license portability. And what that means is it gives customers the ability to port that license from one generation of hardware to another or from one device to another device. 
And that gives IT managers agility to basically move the licenses around in their network to the right devices they need very quickly without having to come back and you know, make, purchase a new license for that, for that specific device. Um, another um, aspect of Cisco One is that we give cust uh, customers access to ongoing innovation. What that means is that as Cisco innovates internally or you know, acquires new capabilities through inorganically through acquisitions, a lot of these major capabilities will be included as part of one of the Cisco, uh, one of the Cisco One suites, and customers and IT managers can take get access to those capabilities right away. Again, there's no need to go back to the well, get additional budget, and have to uh, you know figure out how to fund those additional capabilities because they are included as part of the suites, and you know the customers get access to it right away. And finally, one uh, other aspect is today our licenses tend to be largely perpetual for the lifetime of the box, and that works well for certain customers. But there's, there's certain other customers who prefer subscription li uh, licenses or uh, maybe an enterprise license agreement, which gives them more flexibility in terms of how they buy. And Cisco One supports all of these buying programs. So really, to recap, benefits of Cisco One um, are, are the software suites, which are aligned to specific IT solutions. And, and basically, as you'll see that the pricing on these is is much more compelling as well. The second aspect is software license portability with access to ongoing innovation. Um, and finally, it's more flexibility in terms of how you buy from Cisco. While we're offering all these capabilities and we think they'll be very much more compelling, we're not taking away the current way of buying from Cisco. So if a customer still feels that the current traditional way, they prefer to buy it that way, you know, they're welcome to continue to buy that way. We think Cisco One will be more, much more compelling as the customer goes through um, a few scenarios and compares the ROI, and, but we're going to keep both, um, both, uh, both buying uh, um, ways for the foreseeable future. So I just want to pause there and see if there are any questions, clarifications. That was a, a quick overview of what Cisco One is about. Yeah, so, so just this is Mike. Uh, just a quick question. You had mentioned, you know, different uh, sort of models that Cisco One can fit into. Um, and just so I'm clear, is it is it always a subscription type model that we're purchasing in, and just the model of how we apply the license to the device is is what is flexible, or can we actually purchase Cisco One in in a way that is perpetual? Um, and tied to a specific device, uh, but, but gives us a more, you know, richer suite of features versus just buying individual licenses for that device. Yeah. It offers both the options, Mike, um, over here. You can purchase Cisco One as a perpetual model uh, where you own the license uh, for the lifetime um, till the time you are having software support or uh, till the time you want to move across that license from one device to another, you can do that. And secondly, you can purchase Cisco One as subscription uh, offering as well, where you will it will be more of a pay-as-you-go kind of a model where you can pay for the software every year rather than paying for that software upfront. Uh, so those are the two models that are there. And thirdly, we are going to offer Cisco One as we uh, as part of enterprise licensing agreement, where if you are planning to uh, have Cisco One software across uh, whole your networking install base you can do that uh, through by signing an enterprise licensing agreement that will give you much uh, give you option uh, to install all the different Cisco One software that we offer and it offers you a better pricing as well yeah and just to add to what anurag said the fundamental difference between perpetual and subscription which you probably would would probably already I'm sure already know 
is with Perpetual, you kind of, like Anurag said, pay for everything upfront and you own the license for forever. With subscription, it's analogous to renting. So you're paying for the, for the license on an annual basis, uh, and, but you only own the license as long as you continue to pay that subscription. And when you, when you stop paying the subscription, then your rights to uh, use that license go away. Great, thanks for the clarification. Ed, did you, uh, did you want to go ahead? Yeah, so just to kind of follow up on that question that, that Mike asked, is is maintenance included with all of those uh, uh, license options, Vikram, the perpetual, the enterprise, and the subscription, or is is maintenance uh, a, a separate, um, separate uh, uh, charge? Okay, great question. Um, so, so maintenance is um, is an annuity, right? You pay for it typically on an annual basis. So you could you could also option. You also have the option to buy like a three-year or five-year term. In the perpetual um, option, uh, maintenance is a separate. Um, it's a separate skew, if you will. And it's just it, since with the perpetual option, you're paying for the product up front. So it's a one-time cost of charge for the product, and the the maintenance you pay for every year. I mean, so that's that's the reason it's it's separate and it's. Uh, split out. In the case of the subscription option, we have combined both the subscription along with the maintenance. So the subscription itself includes both the rights to use the product as well as the maintenance and the updates and the, and the, and the, and the support from service, etc. Um, in, the, in the enterprise license agreement, again, we have rolled in the subscription and the maintenance as part of the enterprise license agreement, so it isn't, it isn't split out separately. So just to recap, in perpetual, it's it's split out. It's a separate SKU. Uh, in with subscription enterprise license agreements, it all comes under the same uh, offer, if you will. Great. Okay, that, that that makes sense. That certainly makes it easier. I think it sounds like you know one of your main goals is to remove friction between uh, your customers and and Cisco and being able to consume and utilize software on an ongoing basis. You mentioned um, at the beginning of this, this that uh, one software is bundles of uh, network software. Is that is that only network software? I know obviously Cisco has a tremendous catalog of software offerings uh, beyond just network. Is it just limited to network today? And if so, is there plans to expand that? Yeah, good good question. Uh, I mean, I'll start off, and maybe Anura can chime in on this one. Um, so the software that's included on Cisco One um, includes the network software, but you're right, Cisco has a fairly broad catalog of software. So what we have done is also included additional software that helps support specific IT solutions and use cases. Let's go, let's take a specific example. Um, one of the suites we have within Cisco One is called the Cisco One Foundation for WAN. The Cisco One Foundation for WAN supports the intelligent WAN use case. Um, intelligent WAN for the customers, and for those of you who are not familiar with what that is, it's a it's basically the generic uh, the industry term for it is software defined WAN. What's happening in the industry is customers are beginning to uh, you know say want to save on their WAN uh, opex costs, and they do that by basically moving MPLS links to a business class internet. Um, but they are doing that in an, in a by basically at the same time as they move from MPLS to internet, they want to ensure that they have the same QoS, the same security, et cetera, offered by MPLS. And some, some of the technologies offered from Cisco, like the path, path, intelligent path selection, 
the VPN capabilities, et cetera, enable customers to get that experience. There's a number of different capabilities in terms of software that it takes to enable the intelligent WAN solution. Uh, one of them is uh, integrated security on the routers. So there's a VPN, integrated firewall, et cetera. So that's part of the foundation for WAN. In addition to that, it, you also need capabilities like intelligent path selection, application visibility, et cetera. Again, that's included as part of the uh, foundation for WAN. But beyond that, you also need some way to manage that solution. So Cisco's um, this, uh, solution there is the Prime Lifecycle and Assurance, uh, which are products that we today sell in our traditional world, we sell it as separate products. But given that it's required to enable the solution, we have included licenses for these products as part of the foundation for WAN as well. In addition to that, we include capabilities like energy management, uh, which is a part of which came in through our Julex acquisition. We include capabilities for that as well as part of the foundation for WAN. And, and also, we also include what's called Prime VNAM, another product that helps with advanced um, application visibility. So as you can see that it not only includes infra uh, software infrastructure licenses, but also includes additional products that are required to, to support that specific use case. So we're really leveraging the breadth of our portfolio here to kind of bring a total solution together for customers. Anurag, you want to maybe speak to maybe a switching example? Okay, uh, basically in the switching domain, what we're doing is that, uh, for example, the foundation for switching helps enable some of the uh, unified access capabilities as well as trust tech capabilities. So it includes so IP-based capabilities on the switches, which help bring in some of that security, .1x, and trust tech capabilities. In addition, we also have included prime lifecycle and assurance to manage that, that entire solution. And we have included ICE, which is our identity services engine, which helps mm -hmm. give customers that .1x authentication capabilities, uh, capabilities. all that's packaged together into, in the foundation for switching. So again, another example of where we're kind of bringing the kind of the breadth of the entire Cisco portfolio to provide an entire end-to-end -end solution from a customer standpoint. Yep, and to add to that, um, the benefit that customer gets is it's better to gather pricing where uh, as part of Cisco One, we combine all these multiple software together and they do get a benefit of like kind of a bundle discount that they get on these suites. And additionally for customer, right now many times customer is reaching out to multiple different IT companies or vendors for each of these individual softwares like energy management, prime and all. So for them, it's a consolidated uh, vendor consolidation where they'll be able to manage all these different capabilities through a single vendor uh, or a partner like Cisco and uh, it will help them in streamlining their IT process at their end. So it's, it sounds like there's a couple couple different levels within um, Cisco One software. One is you talked about foundation bundles, and then you also talked about advanced bundles. So I'm assuming advanced bundles assume that you have a foundation bundle also licensed, and then the advanced add functionality on top of that from a solution perspective? Yeah, in most of the cases, that's how it is, except for the WAN domain. So uh, for buying a Cisco and advanced suite for data center or for access uh, switching or for wireless, customer needs to purchase foundation, and on top of it, they can buy advanced. But in the WAN domain uh, for ISR routers, they can purchase 
advanced suite irrespective of whether they have purchased foundation or not. Okay. Okay. You know, Mike, I don't know if you have another question or if we want to maybe throw it open to the group. I know we have quite a few folks on the line. I don't want to monopolize the the conversation. If uh, other people have some questions, they want to throw it for, for Bikram and Anurag. So I do have a couple of questions that uh, maybe if, if folks are interested in posting some things in the chat in the meantime, I'll ask here. Uh, so, so one of the things that I was curious about is if someone has, um, for example, you know, existing uh, network devices that they purchased in a traditional model licensing for, is there an opportunity for them to move to or upgrade to uh, Cisco One uh, licensing model as they purchase new devices? It, sort of make their environment consistent as far as the way that everything's licensed uh, within it? Um, yeah, that's a great question. It, it comes up uh, all the time. So, I mean, the most common scenario that we often hear from customers, uh, you know, we, we talk to them about Cisco One and they really like it. And they're uh, a lot of times in, an, in a couple of conversations, they're kind of sold on it. And they want to use Cisco One for the next upcoming refresh of a data center or, um, you know, maybe a branch, et cetera. But then the next question that they often ask is like, you know, I don't want to be in two different worlds, right? I mean, with the traditional world and the Cisco One world, I would rather combine everything into a, a single kind of um, model. So uh, how do I get my existing infrastructure into, into uh, Cisco One? So we absolutely do have a, a way to support that. So we call that the mid-cycle refresh. So what we could do is we could um, look at their install base, what they purchase, uh, what software kind of resides in that. We can even give them some credit for the software licenses they already purchased and migrate their install um, install base to to Cisco One. So we absolutely do support that. It's a fairly common scenario that, that comes up from our customers. Great, that's, that's awesome. So, so uh, one of the things that sort of jumps out at me as we talk about this is all the, the flexibility of different options is it, it, it can potentially look like there's a challenge around visibility, right? How many licenses do I have? Um, you know, where are they allocated from a device perspective? Uh, you know, especially since those licenses can be moved around. Um, it, are there tools or any sort of, uh, you know, visibility to, to what a customer's environment looks like as we start to add Cisco One and, and sort of apply it in different places across our, our network infrastructure? Yeah, that's a very good question, Mike. That's one of the uh, most common problem that uh, any of the customer is facing right now to see how many licenses they own and ho how many of those licenses are used across uh, their organization. So with Cisco One, we are uh, we are offering smart account capability. It's it's like a bank account that shows you how many licenses you own and how many of those licenses um, uh, are getting used. And in future, we are going to enable smart licensing early next year that will give you further uh, further analytics around the usage of those software that are getting used across your organization. And, uh, Vikram, do you want to add? No, I mean, I think Anurag captured it well. So think about um, kind of what you own, right? Today, one of the challenges that customers often have is like, what what licenses do I own? What, what, what have I purchased? Um, so smart accounts is very analog August, to that iTunes account that you might have if you're an Apple user or an Apple fan as a customer, it basically shows you all the software purchases that you have made from Cisco. All of those are deposited into that smart account. Um, the next step from there is like, now I know what I what I own, but to your specific question, like what am I using? Um, so that's where smart licensing comes in. Smart licensing 
basically uh, captures information from all the devices and the applications across the network and shows you a, a report in terms of, you know, here's exactly the license in use. Mm -hmm. Now, putting the two, these two together in terms of what you own and what licenses are actually deployed and running out there, you have a good sense of, you, you, now, you now have a complete picture of exactly what licenses are using. Am I overusing licenses? I mean, or am I underutilizing my licenses? And give, so it gives you a great picture about utilization, and that can help you then to do things like porting licenses across your network, moving them across, et cetera. Once you have that complete picture, you, it, it lends itself to all these other capabilities. Awesome. So, so how does how is that information collected as far as what's in use? Is there an appliance or something that needs to be implemented in the network to, to sort of keep track of what's what's actually in use there? Yeah, so good question. So there's a number of, uh, we support a number of different models. Um, one of the most, I mean, the simplest model, I would say, is where the device is itself able to call home to uh, a Cisco-hosted kind of cloud uh, application that collects that information. So that's the simplest model in terms of how that information is collected from the devices. Um, there are, uh, but we realize that n not in all cases, the devices themselves can call home to Cisco. So uh, we do have a couple of other uh, solutions where there could be a proxy, like the device could use a proxy to kind of call home, so it doesn't directly connect back to the network or the, or the internet, but uses a proxy to call home. There's yet another model where you can, you can have a, you know, a virtual machine or an appliance on the, on the customer's network where all the devices kind of connect back to, and that appliance connects back to Cisco. And then for customers who don't even have that, that level of connectivity, there's an option where the appliance could just collect that information and then periodically, maybe every six months or so, that, that uh, application, uh, that appliance can kind of connect to, to the internet and kind of send that information over. So there's a number of different mechanisms for those to collect that information depending on you know, the customer's actual scenario and their, uh, how the network uh, is deployed. Awesome, and I know Ed's probably thinking the same thing I am. It sounds a lot like ESRS from EMC, um, as far as the the model there for for proxying the information back. So it sounds like something that everyone's probably familiar with. If uh, you know if they're an EMC shop or, or many other vendors, um, then, then may do this a similar thing as far as collecting data that way. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, one last question here, uh, just around um, you know more specific use case for me in buying uh, ISR routers for voice gateway functionality in a UC environment. What, what advantages, and you know, I don't think it jumps out from the, the standpoint of the naming of the domains here, uh, are there for UC customers who are looking at refreshing voice gateways, maybe you know, 2800 series ISRs, 3800 series ISRs that are out there. Why would they want to, uh, to buy Cisco One on their new ISRs that they're putting into their environment? Yeah, so great question. I mean, I, I used to run the ISR product line for a number of years, so I'm extremely familiar with that domain and the, and the problem that you described. So one of the challenges or one of the concerns that I would hear often from our, from our customers and IT managers is that um, when it comes to the collaboration capabilities on the ISRs, there's a number of uh, licenses like the SRST licenses, the remote, survival remote site telephony licenses, the CUBE licenses, which is the IP to IP gateway capabilities, those licenses would would be stuck on that on that on that previous generation ISR like a 3800 or 2800, and they couldn't migrate those to to Cisco, um, to Cisco uh, into the next generation platform, whether it's a 3900 or a 4400 or 4300 ISR. Um, 
so with, with, with Cisco One now, what we have done is made those licenses truly uh, mobile across the network. So, uh, you know, not only can customers move those, uh, migrate those licenses from one generation of hardware to another, but they can also pull those licenses. You know, in, in some cases you might have uh, ISRs that need more licenses, uh, in some cases, you may they may need less licenses. With Cisco One, you can now pull the licenses that you get with each device, and you know, and 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 distribute them as you wish across the network. So a lot of flexibility there. Also, the WAN collaboration suite includes 25 SRST licenses, and I know the current um, you know bundles, if you will, on the ISRs only include a few cube licenses, but don't include SRST licenses. So we include about 25 SRST licenses with every single WAN collaboration suite. So uh, definitely uh, much more uh, compelling than the current offers that we have. Um, and with the, with the pooling and license portability capabilities, I think it, it truly addresses a lot of the concerns that, and, and challenges that our customers have had, had to date. Awesome. So, so I just want to highlight one thing that, uh, that you said there, and, and that's that we should look for those capabilities in the, the WAN um, domain in, in Cisco One uh, for those ISR routers, right? Even though it may not necessarily say UC, that's where some of those UC capabilities are at. Um, and I think the other the other part of that, uh, from my understanding, I'll just look for for you to confirm is that we we really only can take advantage of this when we're ordering um, the ISR 4000s. Uh, we don't have Cisco One available on the uh, for for new purchases of Gen 2 ISRs, the 3900 and 2900, correct? Uh, actually, we do have um, Cisco One available on both the ISR. I mean, you're right, the ISR 4K does include Cisco One, but we also have it on the Gen 2 ISR. So if you're buying an ISR 3900 or an ISR 2900 today, you do have the option to buy Cisco One on those platforms as well, and the WAN collaboration suite is an option there. Okay, and if somebody was looking, um, you know, from I know there's a number of us that work for partners and, and sort of deal with ordering and bombs on a regular day-to-day -day, day basis. Is there some sort of ordering guide that sort of spells out, you know, how to how to get the Cisco One part numbers in versus the, uh, you know, the, the more traditional part numbers that we're all used to ordering, um, or some sort of reference guide that we can use going forward? Uh, sure. Um, so there are a couple of options for that. We we do have a very good training available on Partner Portal. For Cisco One ordering, it, it captures the ordering guide and overall ordering experience. And secondly, the uh, easiest option uh, for seeing Cisco One uh, bombs is like in CCW, we have our integration uh, with a tool named Yagna. And with that tool, you can convert your as is configuration that's there in business as usual model to Cisco One configuration. And there you will see what's the uh, biggest value that you are, what, what's the kind of difference in the value that you are getting from Cisco One, what are the additional softwares you are getting, and uh, what's the cost difference between Cisco One and the traditional model, and uh, how will the cost difference pan out in uh, year five or at the, uh, at the time of refresh, so what kind of benefits you are going to get. So it's a comprehensive uh, conversion that happens, and it shows you apples to apples comparison over there. And uh, I, will, I will ping the, link for uh, the partner uh, website uh, uh, on the chat window for web, on the WebEx as well. Oh, that'd, be, that'd be great, yeah. So, so I wasn't aware of that, that conversion tool, so that sounds like it uh, will probably solve lots of our problems, so uh, it's great information, thank you. Yeah, absolutely, you can get access to that conversion tool. We're working on, uh, it, it should have single sign-on as well fairly soon, but um, Anurag can give you access, um, in, information on how to get access to that. Awesome. Okay, great. 
So I think those were those were all my questions. Ed. I don't know if you had any others, or I, I didn't see anything coming through in the chat, Rachel. Uh, here, yeah. If anyone else wants to jump in, feel free. Yeah, I know there's a lot of people on just via audio, so maybe we'll just take a, uh, a break here and see if anybody wants to uh, chime in with any questions that they have before we continue. Don't be shy. <laughs> All right, well, everybody's thinking. I'll, I'll throw another one out there for you guys. Um, it, it, obviously, you've just started this program, looks like, at the beginning of this year. Are you um, are you planning any function, or do you foresee having any functionality from a software perspective that will only be available via the, the one software bundles? Um. I mean, good question. I mean, so far we haven't made any software available exclusively through Cisco One at this point. Um, we we continue to sell, like I said, and maintain our current kind of a la carte model. Um, definitely buying certain capabilities would be, in some cases, would be much more attractive through Cisco One. Uh, if you take a look at example, the Enterprise Cloud Suite, which in, which is basically enables a private cloud for a customer. Uh, it would be much more compelling for a customer to look at an integrated suite that gives them access to everything that they would need on that private cloud journey versus buying individual a la carte products like uh, UCS Director or InterCloud Fabric. Um, but so far, we maintain both models and you know, we'll continue to do so, uh, we expect, for the foreseeable future. That makes sense. It just seems like uh, with this option, it probably will present some opportunities to provide functionality that will only only be possible through this type of licensing mechanism um, compared to the more traditional mechanism. Um, you know, obviously some of the the the, the license manager type capabilities and things like that. Uh, only makes sense with uh, a one software bundle, but uh, probably some other things too from a remote monitoring and support perspective, uh, potentially as well. Yeah, that that makes sense. Um, we're we're definitely continuing to look at opportunities that way um, in terms of just making sure that Cisco One continues to be uh, offer a true a value to our customers, and and you know that's definitely something that we continue to look at opportunities to do that. So do you expect the, the one software bundles to always be cheaper than the a la carte uh, option? I, I know you stated at the beginning that, you know, obviously today they they are. Is that um, is that one of the goals of the, the one software program or incentives to move customers in that direction? Um, in terms of the, the cheaper, I think it's uh, it's hard for me to make a blanket statement that Cisco One's always cheaper than the way you buy today or are uh, more expensive or uh, the same price because it, it really depends on every individual scenario and that's why we have developed tools that help customers to make uh, that that comparison and also look at the TCO. Basically, there's a lot of value that will be included as part of the Cisco One software suites in terms of the products and capabilities and we give customers the tools and capabilities to understand that and make their come to their own decision. Uh, we think uh, we, we see customers seeing, uh, you know, uh, having a positive ROI and a much more cost uh, competitive option versus buying a la carte from Cisco or maybe even buying from multiple different vendors. Um, so that's so so I, I would say that it, it really depends on uh, scenario to scenario. I, I don't want to make a blanket statement that it's, it's cheaper than your current buying model in all cases. 
Last call for questions. Don't be shy. What, what, what other solution areas do you think that um, we should anticipate for the advanced bundles kind of going forward? I know you mentioned a couple of the initial ones that, that, that have come out. Can, can you give us an idea of maybe some of the other areas that you're thinking about advanced uh, bundles? So today we have um, advanced bundles for like a private cloud. Uh, we have one for kind of what we the WAN in the WAN collaboration space. So this that helps uh, you know deliver on the next gen branch. We also have something in the wireless domain for connected mobile experiences. Um, we continue to evaluate like new platforms all the time. So we're looking, for example, we're co constantly closing gaps on any products. We just introduced the Nexus 9K platforms along with ACI capability into, mm -hmm. as part of Cisco One. Um, we also um, are looking at the ASR 9K that's been an ask from our customers in our field for inclusion into Cisco One. So that's something that we're looking at. Um, we're also, as, as Cisco rolls out APIC, we're also trying to thinking about how that will fold into Cisco One and where it fits in. Um, so we're constantly um, looking at Cisco Roadmap um, as well as you know the new products and capabilities and how that folds into Cisco One. Um, in the fall timeframe, we're going to have uh, an advanced security tier. I mean, we talked a lot about the advanced. Uh, we talked about uh, the foundation and the advanced applications, but we're going to have an advanced security tier that rolls out in the late fall timeframe uh, that will be available as a subscription only. That's basically some of our advanced malware capabilities, our applica uh, application firewall, et cetera, all packaged in uh, on our ASA appliances, our firefighter appliances, along with the right management, et cetera. That's something that's that's on the horizon. So lots of um, lots of new capabilities being rolled in every month. I mean, we are a very agile group. We we come out with we have a cadence of coming out with uh, updates and improvements to the offer every month. In the first week of every month is when we actually roll all of these capabilities out, uh, and we we have a roadmap for the next you know three to four months. Like that 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 includes some of the capabilities I just highlighted. Yeah, I could see a lot of applicability for this type of licensing in, in the IoT space, for, for sure, and some of the solutions that have been talked about at Cisco Live and, and places like that. Uh, yeah, that's definitely one area we are exploring out where we are working with IoT team to see uh, what kind of Cisco One offer we can have over there. Uh, and uh, definitely, it's uh, uh, to add on to what Vikram was mentioning earlier, as uh, uh, we are a very agile team and we keep coming up with uh, new offers and keep updating our existing offers. To give you an example, uh, a couple of months back, we updated our enterprise cloud suite offer where we included intercloud fabric. And it helps the customer to manage their hybrid cloud where you can do a workload transfer from a public cloud to a private cloud using intercloud fabric. And Cisco One customers who were already part, who had already purchased Enterprise Cloud Suite, they got uh, InterCloud Fabric at no cost. So that's one big example for ongoing innovation. Where once you become part of Cisco One, whatever new software we are going to include as part of Cisco One Suite, you are going to get those software at no cost. That's interesting. So as you add new new software components into your bundles. If you're already an existing customer, you automatically get those additional titles. Yes. Great. This is Rachel. Uh, the conversation's going really great. I just want to um, give you uh, 
one last chance, anybody in the audience, to, to ask a question. And also, Vikram and, um, and Anurag, if there's if there's one thing that we haven't covered that you're that you're dying to share with uh, the Cisco champions here, uh, I welcome you to share it before we sign off. Any more questions? Any questions from anybody? So, so this is Mike. I, I just had one follow-up to, to the statements about the agility of the team and the newness of the offers. Is there anything on social media or? generally speaking, on the web where people can keep themselves apprised of what's happening with Cisco One and, uh, you know, sort of get updates on, you know, new things that may be rolling out at the beginning of months, uh, you know, as we go forward? Um, I, I think so. Um, in terms of if you're a partner, we, like Anurag said, have this partner portal uh, where you can go in and get the, the, the latest updates. Uh, we also have a partner newsletter, which, you know, updates the partners on a monthly basis in terms of the new offers being rolled out and what's new with Cisco One. Uh, if you're a customer, then the best place to go is to go to cisco.com slash go slash one, where we have all the latest details in terms of, uh, you know, any uh, updates from customer standpoint that we're doing, offer updates. We have data sheets up there. A lot of collateral like FAQ information is up there. Um, and anything that you would want to know about Cisco One is all up there. So uh, depending on whether you're a partner or a customer, you know, those are two kind of avenues you have to kind of learn more about Cisco One. Great. Okay. So I'll go ahead and say that you guys need a Twitter Twitter account where we get these updates too, because all of us on here are uh, <laughs> live on Twitter. So uh, absolutely. Suggested take. Yeah, great suggestion. Yeah, we're definitely uh, actively looking at our social media. Uh, kind of updates on Cisco One, so that's definitely something that will, uh, you know, you'll you'll see us, uh, you know, have pretty pretty shortly. Cool. Well, thank and you I, guys. Both. I, I'll shut up now, Rachel. Oh no, no, sorry. I keep on jumping in at the at the most inopportune times. Um, well, thank you, Vikram and Anurag, and Ed, and Mike for uh, doing a great job today. It was really informative, and thank you everyone on the call. This has been episode 25 of season two, Cisco Champion Radio. I'm your moderator, Rachel Walker, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.